It's a question we have all asked ourselves at one time or another. What is my purpose in life? And while we all have many gifts and desires that are unique to us as individuals, we were all created for this one purpose, to glorify God our Father. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. So in a world focused only on self, we want to shift the paradigm to be purposeful women of God. So join us as we change our focus from me to thee. Hello and welcome to the Purposeful Women of God podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tabitha. And thanks for joining us today. Today we are continuing our Fruit of the Spirit series. But before we do, we wanted to talk a little bit about our ladies event that is going to be coming up in September. We just realized that we haven't actually talked in detail about the event to you guys on the podcast. So we wanted to kind of share some of that information with you. So Tabitha... Well, and this is why it's important to follow us on Instagram and Facebook because we have been sharing our flyer for this event, but it is going to be on September the 29th. So for all of our North Georgia listeners, this would be a great time for you to come and get to know other listeners of the podcast, but as well as Ashley and I, Talmo Baptist Church is hosting this event and we will be speaking. We've got great singing by Krista Skipper that will be here and some vendors. If Ashley, you want to share some of those yeah. that will be with us. So this is on a Friday night and it's from 7 to about 9.15. And uh, some of the vendors that we're going to have with us are Millie B Designs, the people who are local to the Jefferson kind of Hushin area. I'm sure you all know who uh, Carrie is with Millie B. So excited to have her. And then we've got Winder Up Coffee, Black and Denim Boutique, another local boutique here in Jefferson. We've got two shabby chicks, Scribblers, and a lot of people may not know what Scribblers is just by looking at the name, but they actually do custom, I've heard they do custom like Bible stories and stuff for kids, I I believe so, um, which is really neat. Then we've got Dearly Loved Oils, and that's actually Kaylee Shawley. Yes. That was with us last yeah, that's a couple her, of weeks ago now. Yep. That's her. Um, she's going to have a booth there with her oil set up. So that'll be that'll be fun. And then we've got Jaymore Farms, which, hey, if any of y'all are listening, cinnamon bread. Bring, bring yes. some of that cinnamon <laughs> bread, right? Um, and then we have Classy Clay Designs. That's got some amazing clay earrings and stuff. Then we've got Darlin Designs. Um, we've got 465 Boutique, Villa Boutique, and Dot Art and Crystal. So we're just... We've got a lot, a lot lot of shopping. So, you know, kind of how it's going to go is you're just going to come in. We're going to worship and sing together. Tabitha and I are going to do a live podcast. And then we're going to dismiss into the area where we're going to have our shopping and raffles. We're also going to have a charcuterie set up, a dessert bar. So it's just going to be a night of fun. And we hope that all of y'all, you are able to make it. And if you are, we encourage you to go to our website, purposefulwomenofgod.com to register for the event. Right? Yeah. So in today's episode, last week, we wrapped up our first episode on the fruit of the spirit talking about love. So this week, we're beginning our second episode in the series. But before we dive into the specific fruit today, I want us to play a little game. Okay. <laughs> you ready? You I never ready know with you. <laughs> I know. She, if everybody in my family knows I'm like the game person, I'm always like, does anybody want to play a game yes. when we get together? <laughs> um, okay. 
So I'm going to put 60 seconds on my timer over here. Not 60. Let's do 30. 30 okay. seconds on my timer over here. And then we're going to name as many songs as we can about joy. joy. Okay. Like the first okay. songs that come into your mind. Okay. All right. Okay. You ready? Tell me when we're going. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Do it. Joy to the world. Yep. Uh, I've got that... Uh, I got that joy, 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 joy down in there my There you heart. go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Joy to the world. I just said joy to the world. Oh, you did? The other one, though. Oh, yes. Joy to the fishes in the deep yep. blue sea. Joy, joy to you and me. All right. Let's see. What else we got? Um, um, I got that joyful. You know, it's the, I, that's the new song that's out. I got the joy. How is it going? Is that Tarn Wells, maybe? Uh, maybe. Or Blessing Offer, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blessing That's Offer. It. Okay, I can't think of how it goes, but I got that in my um, mind. about? There's one that King and Country does, too, that I, I can't think of how it goes, but I know it's joy, something about joy. Um, and then uh, I, the choir song that we always sing, um, I've got that uh, joy unspeakable full of glory. It's amazing, but yeah. praise God, I know it's real. Yeah. I got there's that in hymn, my head. joy unspeakable. Isn't it? Isn't that the name of it? I don't know. Maybe. Is it in the Red Book? Because that's about all the hymns I know. <laughs> yes. I'm not going <laughs> to sing it. Come on. Sing it for us, Tabitha. <laughs> um, okay. What about... Um, oh, uh, oh man. <laughs> I think our 30 seconds is up. How many did okay. we get? We didn't do so good. We got like four. Okay. Well, man, I thought I knew a lot more songs about joy than that. I guess that's just all that came to our yeah, head. I don't oh, know. Well. <laughs> oh, well, that was fun. Well, this week, as I said, we're beginning our second episode in the Fruit of the Spirit series. But, you know, before we dive in, I'd just like to point out something very simple that we can often overlook. And it's the fact that the word fruit is not plural in this passage of scripture. I catch myself wanting to say the fruits, fruits of yeah. the Spirit. But then I do, too, all the time. I know. And then I'm like, no, it's not fruit of the Spirit. And it sounds weird grammatically, but Paul gives a list of multiple aspects here of the fruit of the Spirit, which you would think would be plural. But as followers of Christ, we have to remember that all of these attributes are given to us when we are saved and when the Holy Spirit dwells within us. It is one fruit because they all go hand in hand with the Holy Spirit and are given to every child of God. And I think that all of these are supposed to be present in our lives if yes. we are saved and have the Holy Spirit living in us. And that's why I think it's not fruits of the Spirit. Exactly. Yeah. That's something that can be overlooked because we often get caught up in, you know, maybe even uh, praising ourselves a little bit because maybe I'm I'm loving. You yeah. Know, I love people, but maybe I lack self-control. And so we give ourselves a pass. Right. Because it's okay, because at least I love people. Or maybe we're kind to other people until it requires us to be patient with mm. them. So, yeah. well, I love them, but I'm just not a patient person. Um, so we just need to understand that as believers, if we are experiencing the fullness of the Spirit working within us, then we are demonstrating every aspect of the Spirit. Love, joy, long-suffering, peace, kindness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. All together, working one. in one accord. Yeah, within <laughs> us. So for the new listeners that may have not caught the episode last week, we just want to refresh your memory and read Galatians 5.22 again. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. 
So today we're examining the second word mentioned in this list. And if you didn't recognize that already by the game that we played, um, we are looking at joy today. But specifically, we're going to compare and contrast between happiness and joy. And I'm going to show my age right now, but did you ever watch the show Ren and Stimpy? Yes. Oh my gosh, it was so stupid. <laughs> it was stupid, but I just watched a documentary on uh, about Nickelodeon the other day. And it just refreshed my memory and it made me start thinking about. Oh I haven't Ren heard that Stimpy. name in years. But it made me think, I think it was Stimpy that went around all the time singing Happy, Happy, Happy Joy, Joy. joy. Yes. <laughs> that is so hilarious. Um, so I think that that just needs to be the title of our episode yes. today is Happy, Happy, Happy Joy, Joy. joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just want to put this in there. I am not endorsing that show by any means. It was so gross. It was, it gross. was gross. Didn't he like have snot like running? I think from so. Business? And it had no point whatsoever. <laughs> so, None of our shows but if you were not meaning. born in the eighties, you have no idea what we're talking about, but yeah. that show just came to my mind. So happy, happy, joy, joy. Not That's what we're talking child. about today. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk, start out by discussing what happiness is. So happiness is defined as a feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. Happiness is a feeling based on your circumstance. It's an emotion that we feel when things are going well, and we all love to be happy, right? Absolutely. Happiness is a great feeling. It's a God-given emotion, and we've talked before that emotions are not bad. Mm -hmm. It's given to us to celebrate or experience pleasurable things. So as we talk about the difference in happiness and joy, we just want to make it clear that happiness is a good thing. However, we need to also understand that basing your contentment solely on your feeling of happiness will leave you waiting for the next burst of adrenaline or the next event that gives you an emotional high. Yeah, I think about happiness when we're teenagers. Oh man, and it's so different than the happiness today. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I couldn't wait to turn 16 and be able to drive and gain my independence. That's why I don't understand why so many kids now don't want to drive. <laughs> oh my goodness. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to drive. Yeah. And I failed my learner's test the first time. Did you? I did. And I so, you know, know, I had to wait like 10 days to go back and take it again. That was and probably then the I most miserable it. 10 days. Oh, it was so. awful because I knew when I turned 16, I was going to have to wait past my birthday before I could get my license. Anyways, you know, I was so excited, but then I didn't realize that once I started driving, there became responsibilities with driving. Right. You know, I had to take my little brother with me places and <laughs> everywhere. And there was a couple years that I had to drive him to school and that was fun. Mm. <laughs> a lot of fun. I have a lot of memories there. Um, but, you know, I now had a vehicle. It required maintenance. And, and even though I didn't pay for those things when I was growing up, I didn't. my parents helped with all that. But it was still like you had to make I sure had that to it was, make sure it was of, done. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it didn't sustain. That happiness did not sustain me. You know, I was always looking for what about 21 yeah. Right. I can't wait to be 21. I didn't drink or gamble or anything, <laughs> but it was just like, if I wanted to, I could, you know, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I did not. But it was just that thinking of once I become 21, then I can do right. everything, right? You're at the legal age and or 18 and 18, you could vote. Yeah. Like I remember voting that yeah. first presidential election and being able to vote in it. Yeah. Wow. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But I think that's, you know, as human beings, we're always looking for that next yeah. moment of happiness. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And even as we think about like graduation and marriage yeah. and kids and all of those things that have brought us happiness, but with all of those things also came responsibility. Great. I was excited. Yeah, I was excited when I graduated college. Mm-hmm. But that was the moment that I was handed over my insurance and other bills that I wasn't responsible for before that yeah. day. My wedding day, it's one of the happiest days of my life. But marriage, while it's a beautiful thing, it's also a lot of work. So my feelings based on that one day will not keep me married. The birth of my children are all very happy days. But that high from that day will not keep me motivated to be the mother that God has called me to be. And that's why we need to understand the difference between happiness and joy. And that having joy is so much greater than a burst of happiness. That's so true. I really think about that when you talked about the marriage aspect. Yeah. And I know we did a whole family series and talked about marriage, but I've seen so many struggle these days because maybe they're not as happy as what they were. Yeah. And they start thinking, oh, well, the grass is greener on the other side. Right. right? And so this is where joy kicks in. It sustains you. And yeah. helps you to realize the greater picture and purpose for your marriage. But Well, and that's how as Christians and non-believers that we get deceived in thinking that yeah. we deserve happiness. We deserve so we need to happiness. we need to look for whatever makes us happy That's when right. our spouse may not be fulfilling that area That's, of our life at that you're moment. Right. You're exactly right. So we've talked about happiness and so often we use, you know, joy and happiness interchangeably, but what then is the difference between joy and happiness? Well, if you look at the dictionary's definition, it would appear that the two are synonymous because the dictionary defines joy as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. But when we look at joy in the Bible, it is so much more than just a feeling. Joy is a fact based on the presence of the Lord in your life. Joy gives you that deep sensation of purpose, no matter what your circumstances are. There is no one greater to look to than Jesus, and he taught us a lot about joy and how to experience true joy. Hebrews 12, 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Facing imminent death would not make anyone happy. As a matter of fact, Jesus prayed that if there were any other way to bring salvation to men, then let this cup pass from him. In other words, he asked God that if there was another way possible, please provide that way. But, you know, he went on to say, but not my will, but yours be done. So in this verse that we just mentioned in Hebrews, you have to think about it. How in this verse of scripture can Jesus find joy in what he was about to have to endure on the cross. And that's that's hard to grapple with, yeah. you know, to understand, but it all comes back to the purpose. Yeah. Our joy is found in our purpose, and Jesus had a purpose for everything he was about to experience on the cross. He would bring salvation to all mankind who accepted him as their Lord and Savior. He would please the Father for his obedience. And ultimately, as Hebrews 12, 2 goes on to say, he is now at the right hand of the throne of God. All of that brought him joy. He would experience betrayal, incredible pain and death. And, you know, if his motivation was solely based on the feeling of happiness, then he could not or would not die such a cruel death. But his motivation wasn't just based on a feeling. It was based on the fact that his death was for all of us. And he loved us that much to endure the cross 
And his love for us gave him joy to push through and fulfill his mission. I just couldn't imagine. I'm saying every time you think about that, mm-hmm. I just, it just breaks my heart. But it our joy is rooted in God. Yeah. It's not a fleeting or based on our circumstances. It's not an emotion necessarily. It can bring emotions, but it's not just an emotion. God's word teaches that the source of all joy is Jesus. And if you're not grounded in your faith in Christ, then you're living from one moment of happiness to the next. And that will only get you so far. It's why in John 15, Jesus tells us that he is the true vine and that every branch in him, his true followers, will bear fruit. In verse 9, he says, as the father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. And here it is, verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. That that part right there that says that my joy, Jesus' joy, that same joy that endured the cross will remain in us. And I don't know if we quite realize what a gift that is that he has given us. No, I definitely think it's something we take for granted. Mm-hmm. But it's the same reason that Paul could write the book of Philippians, a book all about joy and pen words like Philippians 1.4, always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy. In 2.2, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. In 3.1, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. In 4.4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, all while he was in prison. There wasn't a reason to be happy, but Paul saw the bigger picture, the purpose behind everything he faced. So even in the midst of a prison sentence, he could rejoice and experience true joy. It's also why in the book of James, James could write, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Why in the world would we count it all joy when we experience trials and temptations? Because there is a greater purpose. It's molding us, perfecting us, maturing us, and giving us wisdom. And for that, we can have joy. Yeah, I I think about, you know, a new mother. It's how she can face night after night with no sleep and being exhausted, Mm -hmm. you know, because... It's just pure joy of just yeah. the child and having a child. Sure, maybe there's not, it's not all happy moments, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still joyful. Right. Um, it's hard work, but there's joy found in the gift that God has given you. And there's joy found in the hard things. Right. I mentioned that a beautiful, exciting wedding day can't sustain a marriage. You know, when I look back on my own wedding day almost 17 years ago, and it was truly one of the happiest days of my life. Derek and I were very happy, very in love, but just as in every marriage, we have had some difficult days. And if we're just looking for happiness all the time, then we would be in trouble. He or I, one, would be looking for something or someone else who could make us happy. But we stay married because we see the bigger picture. We see the marriage is a depiction of Christ and the church and its testimony of Christ's love for us. It's a representation of God's faithfulness to our children and others around us that see our love for one another. And I just think about how many marriages have ended because they're just not happy anymore. Marriage is work. And if we're all looking for this fleeting happiness, then you're going to be sadly disappointed 
and it won't last. Yeah, I, I, I know of a lot that have ended just simply because, hey, I'm not happy anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not feeling it anymore, right? I don't get the warm and fuzzies from right. you anymore. I just, I just, and it's sad. Yeah. It's sad because, like you said, happiness is fleeting, and they think they can find that with somebody else, and they will for a moment, and they will, but then right? reality will kick in and. You still face the same yeah. things. You're still going to face the same trials. You're still going right. to. But now you've left. Now you have this broken home. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I think everybody needs to think about that. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. But, you know, there's something, we have to have something more grounding than just being happy. And that's where true joy will sustain us through all of life's trials and heartache and difficult times. Joy gives us hope hope in Jesus, and hope for the future that awaits every believer. 1 Peter 6, 8 says, Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That's the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold, that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love, in whom... Though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. The hope that we have that one day we will see Jesus face to face will sustain us with a joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's why we can face trials. That's trying to think of. Yeah. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. (laughs) See, I'm thinking of a different one. Okay. (laughs) That's the, the, my, 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 what a joy to serve my Jesus. Two different ones. So that I could explain the way I feel. Yeah, that one has joy all in it too. (laughs) Um, And you know, it's why we can face trials. It's why we can experience sadness and still find joy as believers in Christ. Yeah, and let's just go ahead and establish that if you are not a believer in Christ, you have no idea what we're talking about. You have never experienced this joy, the joy only found when the Spirit lives within you. You have experienced happiness, but that's it. And you are living from one good moment to the next with no substance, and it will always leave you wanting more. I listened to a podcast interview this week with Granger Smith. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with him, he's a country singer. Um, I I just remember him by the song, Buy a Boy a Baseball, because I love that song. But he has walked away from his mounting fame to pursue seminary and ministry. Mm -hmm. And he shared that in 2019, his young son, I think was three years old, passed away in a tragic drowning accident. And that event was undoubtedly one of the saddest days of his life. And I'm sure at times he felt like giving up, but his faith in Christ has sustained him and given him a joy that he will see his son again one day. And that is what true joy in Jesus will give you. And now he is dedicating his entire life to continue to share his story, but from a perspective to offer hope, peace, and even joy to those who listen because he knows the one who will reunite him with his son one day. And that is powerful. Yeah, I've always been, you know, when the first the story first came out and I heard it, I was devastated. I mean, that that weighed on me for a while, mm-hmm. you know, having young kids and stuff too, and how it all happened and how fast it all right. happened with that whole story. Um, but seeing now that he has used this mm-hmm. for good and to bring glory to God, like this situation has helped mold him into a, a stronger Christian and just a spokesperson for the Lord. And who knows how many lives that he's going to impact and touch and how many souls he's going to see saved because of his his ministry and his testimony now. Yeah. So he's definitely got a, a powerful 
powerful testimony now. And just a verse of scripture that comes to mind, you know, is with David in Psalms 30, verse 5. He says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And how many songs do we know about, you know, the sun's going to rise in the morning, you know, and joy in the morning. And we've covered a lot here, you know, the difference between joy and happiness and what it's like to have real joy. But what is the true purpose for us talking about this today? As women, we are more susceptible to emotional manipulation. In general, we are more emotional and can be swayed based on our emotions. And the enemy knows that, and he plays on that. And if he can get us discontented in our commitments, our church, our home, with our family and our friends, then he wins. He gets the victory. The purpose of reminding us that happiness is fleeting but joy will sustain us can mature us into remaining faithful to what God has called us to, even when we're not always happy. The world will tell you to leave your marriage if you're not happy. It will tell you to leave your church if your feelings were hurt, to pursue relationships and substances that give you a jolt of happiness but will ultimately leave you lonely and in despair. Sin is fun for a season, but it tears apart families and friends and churches all the time. But joy will carry you through those hard times because you know there is a greater purpose to what you're facing or experiencing in this moment. So what's the challenge for us this week? I think the challenge is for each of us today to find joy in the mundane. Is your marriage going through a rough patch? Remind yourself of the commitment you made and let the joy of what it represents sustain you. Are you just in a rut with your job or in motherhood? It's okay But look this week for something to be joyful over, whether it's a coworker that came to you to help her pray about something or a child who was kind to a friend at school. Those moments will bring you happiness, but reminding yourself of the purpose behind those moments is what will bring you true joy. But the great thing is that happiness is then a byproduct of joy. When you have true joy, you will get to experience the emotion of happiness because joy brings happiness. Happiness does not always give us true joy. Yeah. So joy produces happiness, but happiness does not produce produce joy. joy. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Well, Tabitha, will you just close this out in a word of prayer today? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just come to you today. Lord, I thank you for this time of studying your word and just being reminded um, that only you can give us true joy. God, I'm also reminded of in Nehemiah that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Your joy is what is going to give us strength to make it day after day and to continue to live our lives in complete fullness in your spirit. God, we love you. We thank you for all that you've done, and we just give you all the praise and honor and glory. Amen. Thank you for listening today. Make sure you check out our social medias to follow along. Also go to our website if you would like to register for our ladies event that's coming up and continue to listen in next week. We were going to be continuing the series on the fruit of the spirit. Remember a sincere desire to become purposeful woman of God starts with changing focus from me to thee. God bless from our hearts to yours. See ya. Bye.